0: Hey guys, welcome to TAM Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. I know you know that. That's why you keep coming back, because we just love to talk. We love to share. And whether you're watching me right now on my YouTube channel or you're listening to us on our podcast, we're so glad you're here. And as you know we're in the middle right now the middle of this whole series of spiritual disciplines we've done about three or four of them so if you haven't caught them go back to the beginning and begin to look at these different spiritual disciplines that i've addressed and we have three or four more to go so we're right here talking about spiritual disciplines. Now, I was on my prayer walk. You guys know I love a prayer walk. And I was thinking about the one I wanted to share today, which is the spiritual discipline of journaling. And we're going to get to that and what the scripture says about writing it down and recording it and how important it is that we journal what God teaches us. But I'm on my walk and I love to just talk to God when I'm on my prayer walks. And I kept talking to God about spiritual disciplines, spiritual disciplines. And I felt in my spirit, God say to me, Tammy, do you understand discipline? Discipline. And I realized that I need to start today talking to you actually about discipline, not just spiritual disciplines, but the word discipline, because I believe it's something most of us don't have in our life. So I'm going to address the actual act of discipline. And those are just personal disciplines, lifestyle disciplines, self-discipline, because that is equally as important as spiritual disciplines. Do you know that? Do you know having personal discipline in your life is so important? Actually, the definition of discipline is the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses. So there's something in your life you're saying, man, I need to be disciplined in that. You're able to overcome the weakness through self-discipline. It goes on. It says the ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it. Now, the reason I'm sharing this with you is a couple days ago was my anniversary. And my husband and I went out to our favorite restaurant and I waited all day to eat because I knew I was going to overeat, which is never a good way to start. If you're disciplined, you don't start by knowing you're going to overeat. And man, did I. And we ate, we had fun, we laughed, and then they brought dessert, which is always complimentary and on the house when we're there for our anniversary. And this is full disclosure, full confession. I ate and I ate and I ate and I justified it. And this is a good analogy. So stay with me. I justified it because it was my anniversary. I justified it because I don't do this that often. And I can only tell you before God is my witness. I laid in bed that night, miserable, actually miserable. My body hurt. And I realized that I chose to be undisciplined, I justified being undisciplined, and now I was paying the price of being undisciplined. Now that's why we call Tam Talks Real and Honest Conversation, because I just get really down with you. So the point is, I didn't have any discipline that day, and I justified my lack of it. Many times we do that in our life. Maybe you struggle with food or alcohol or pornography. Maybe you struggle with your words or gossip or lying. Or low self-esteem or areas of your life do you realize these are areas stay with me that we have to have discipline because discipline is a choice self-discipline and spiritual disciplines so let me walk you through just a couple of the benefits of self-discipline and i'm telling you what when i got up the next morning um, it was a repentance first of all just like god i had a miserable night and I have to admit to you, I knew what I was doing. I did it. And all I can do here is confess and get back on track. And that's the beautiful thing about the forgiveness of God. It's just like, you know, he wipes it clean because to me it was wrong. I What I did was wrong. But I realized the next day I had to get back on course and I had to be disciplined in my decisions, in my choices. For that day, it was my food. So here's one of the first. I want you to write these down. They're really good. The benefit of self-discipline, first of all, being in control of yourself. There is nothing more rewarding when you say no to the things you should say no to and yes to the things that you say yes to. Now, I personally am a very disciplined person, whether it be with my fitness, whether it be my walks, normally with my eating, with my Bible study, my reading, I just have found that discipline rewards me. I love being disciplined because I love the way I feel when I'm disciplined. And I love being in control of myself and being able to lay my head down most nights on my pillow and know that I did what was best for me that day. That's one side of being self-disciplined. But the second thing is to achieve your goals and have success. So do you realize when you're disciplined, that's how you achieve your goals? So for me, if it's I'm writing a book, which I just finished my 11th book, I'm so excited. You'll be hearing more about that um, in the days ahead. But as an author, I have to be disciplined to write. As a woman of faith, I have to be disciplined in my Bible study and my prayer time. As a woman who really loves physical fitness, I have to be disciplined to get up in the morning and go on my walks or go to the gym. And why? Because I love to achieve my goals. That's one of the benefits of being disciplined. And next, overcoming weaknesses and procrastination. Now, I can't tell you how many people I coach, and the detriment to their future is procrastination putting it off and putting it off and putting it off and justifying, I don't have time, didn't work out for me. I don't know if it's what I want to do. It's called procrastination. Listen to me. If you aren't disciplined, you will never achieve your goals. You will never get where you want to go with your dreams and procrastination will keep you from that. You can overcome that if you're self-disciplined. And the last thing, write this one down is personal satisfaction of accomplishments. I'm finishing right now, working on my cover for my book. And there's nothing like holding up my book that I've spent the last year writing and looking at it. The sense of accomplishment. Yeah, I had to sit in my chair. I had to write and write and write and research and edit, but it was work, but it was rewarding. That's the benefit of self-discipline. Now, listen, I know I'm coaching you and I'm probably preaching at you right now because what I want to do is I want to pour into you What I just taught you, the analogy of when I'm not self-disciplined, how miserable I feel how guilty and just all the embarrassment over myself. That's how I felt, to be honest with you. But the next morning, okay, that's gone. Now I'm getting back on track. Now I'm going to be disciplined. That's why discipline is so important. You're listening to me right now. And some of you need to be working on yourself, your marriage, your commitments, your goals, your future, your dreams. It starts with self-discipline. Well, now that I've talked to you a little bit about why self-discipline is so important, I want to get back to our series right now on spiritual disciplines. So as I've mentioned, whether it is silence or solitude or Bible study or prayer or whatever those, self or personal, um, those spiritual disciplines are that we're talking about, realize again, they choices you make. You know, I love to say this in my coaching classes, you are where you want to be or else you would find a way to get there. If you don't like where you are right now, then find another way to get where you want to go. You are where you want to be or else you'd find a way to get somewhere else. And that's what things like this coaching is. That's what the word of God is. That's what prayer is. If you're not satisfied where you are right now, my friend do something about it. And most people, full disclosure, most people want to be somewhere else but they don't do anything about it. You get to choose right now if you want to move forward. And I love today's spiritual discipline because it's journaling. Now, if you've followed me for very long and you know much about me, one thing I love to do is called story coaching. And I love to talk to people about writing their story. And I have a lot of things on my website, TammyHotsonPillar.com. You can go to it and you can hear about my coaching clinics and how I teach you and coach you to write your story because it's so important. But that all begins with journaling. And I want you to understand how important it is to journal. I even believe it's a spiritual discipline. You know, the Bible gives us a lot of scriptures, and I want to go over some of these with you because I think they're really, really important. The definition of journaling is a record of events, memories, and experiences of a personal nature. So when you begin to journal and you begin to write things down, you're beginning to write what's personal to you. What's your story? What's your experience? And it's just like self-discipline. It's something that you have to do. It's something you have to choose to do. There's a couple verses we're going to look at. And I know you guys know many of these, and I think they'll be helpful to you. The first one is in Exodus 17. Now, this is a story, if you know about it, and this is when um, Israel had come up against the Amalekites. And if you've listened to any of my coaching before, this is a story when Moses went up on the mountain and he was lifting up his hand. This is the Hebrew name for Jehovah, our banner. And he lifts up his hands and when he does, they are prevailing. the Israelites prevail and he takes up with him, Joshua's fighting this battle and he takes up with him these two men and they're holding up his hands and they won the battle because there was victory in holding up the hands. Well do you know what happens right after the battle? Do you know what happens exactly after they win the war? Listen to what the scripture says. And the Lord said to Moses, write this down for memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua recount it over and over again write this down as a memorial let me tell you what when you get victory When God is with you, when you're walking with God and you have a story to tell, the Bible says, write it down. Just like he said here, go tell Moses, write it down for the days and the futures and the generations to come. That's legacy. That's why I love doing story coaching is for legacy and the generations to come. Write this on a scroll as something to be remembered but then we also read in isaiah 30 in verse 8 this is so good guys it says now go write it before them on a table on the tablet and note it on a scroll that listen that it may be for the time to come forever and ever why do you think we journal we journal so that we can remember what god is doing the bible says write it record it and remember it over and over and over again do you realize the bible is filled with journal entries do you know when you're reading through esther or nehemiah and you're reading even through revelation with john you're reading so many of these stories in the word of god these are actual journal entries that the inspiration of the holy spirit came and spoke through these men and women of god and said write it down you know the greatest gift my mother left me was her story and when my mother passed away, my sisters and I got together, we began to put all my mom's journal entries in a book. We now have a legacy of my mother's story to leave to our children and our children's children. Do you realize the word of God is a living legacy of the inspiration of the Holy Spirit of the living God? And you will forget so many things that have happened to you. And it's so important that you write them down I was on my prayer walk the other day, and I was praying over my grandchildren. I do this all the time. And I love it when Holy Spirit speaks to me because it happens every time I walk. And he said to me, begin to write legacy letters to your grandchildren. Begin to write legacy letters to your grandchildren. And I'm getting ready to have my eighth grandchild. And I went through all of their names. I put every one of their names down, Cruz, Crosby, Atlas, Riley, Ava Lee, Gracie Bell, I wrote all their names down, then I looked up what their names mean, And then I asked Holy Spirit to give me a scripture for each of my grandchildren, which he did. And then I began journal entries. The first time I met you, this is where I was. And this is how I felt the first time I held you. And then I began to share with them some of the struggles in my own personal life when I was a little girl. And I started writing these legacy letters. I will tell you one of the greatest gifts I can leave my grandchildren is not just being a praying gammy. Not just being a prayer warrior their life, but leaving them a story. Journal your story. Write down what God's done for you. Write down when you went through difficulty and hardship, and how God was there with you over and over. In the Scripture, it says, "Write it down." Revelation in verse chapter one, verse ten, eleven. It says, "I was in the spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me in a loud voice saying, just like a trumpet." I am the Alpha and I am the Omega, I am the first and I am the last. And he goes on, he says, what you see, write it in a book and send it to the seven churches. If you've read the book of the Revelation, it's a letter to the seven churches that the spirit of the living God gave to the apostle John and said, write it down. There's something powerful about writing down the message of God. You may know the verse in Habakkuk 2.2, and the prophet comes to God and he's angry. He says, God, where are you? We are going through a tough time. We are your nation. We're your people. Why have you turned your back on us? And God says, oh Habakkuk, Wonder and be astounded for I do a work in your day. You would not be told and he said to him I answered and said unto him write down the vision and make it plain on tablets that he who reads it May run toward it. I'm telling you over and over in the word of God. It says write down the vision Write down the prophecy write down what I've done. I think a great spiritual discipline is the discipline of journaling. And it's very therapeutic when you sit down and you write and you just say, Holy Spirit, inspire me. Tell me what to say, what to write. Now there's times where you'll go back and read those journals just for yourself because you've been through a hard time. And you said, God, I remember when you were there, you got me through this, a difficult marriage, a setback, anxiety, depression, anger, an addiction. You got me through that. And that's a beautiful journal entry. But listen, there'll also be times in your life that you need to write these legacy letters to those in the generations to come. There needs to be an account of your story and of your life. It's so, so important that you do that. Another verse I love is in Luke 1, 3. And he says, it seemed good to me also having had this perfect understanding of all the things from the beginning to write them to you in an orderly manner, to write it to you. So we see whether it's Luke or Deuteronomy or Joshua, I've got so many verses here. We could go through every one of these verses and realize over and over and over again, the scripture says, write it down. I don't know if we're just lazy. I don't know if we just don't think it's important, but I think a spiritual discipline of writing and journaling is one that God honors. And it's a powerful, powerful thing to do. So I want to just talk to you a little bit in our coaching tips together right now. I've got three coaching takeaways that I want to give you. But before I do, I want you to start right now by asking yourself, how am I doing with my personal disciplines? am i a person of self-discipline and if not make that your prayer just say this really convicted me today i realize that i've justified bad behavior i realize that i'm not happy with where i am right now it could be your weight it could be your fitness it could be your bible study it could be the people you associate with it could be your procrastination It could be that dreams and goals that God laid on your heart years ago you've let fall by the wayside. There are things that God wants to do in your life, but it starts with self-discipline. And then we turn the coin over and we begin to look at spiritual disciplines. Are you taking time for silence and solitude and Bible study and reading and scripture memory and journaling? So let's just talk about our coaching tips today. Number one, recount the goodness of God in your life. So the first thing I want you to do now, what I love to do is I actually have a lot of journals. So splurge today, go on Amazon if you want. There's some great journals on Amazon, go to your local bookstore, maybe your church has a bookstore. They have great journals of places like TJ Maxx and all those kind of fun places like that. Pick up a journal for yourself and say, I'm going to make a commitment to begin to write down my story. I'm going to journal what God does in my life and start with this first one, recount the goodness of God in your life. So think back over your life and begin to just say, God, I want to recount the goodness of God in my life. Thank you for being there with me when you made a way, whether it was protecting me through an accident, protecting me through a relationship, protecting me in a career, protecting me in a place I shouldn't have been. Your hand was on me. You watched Recount those things. Write them out. Write them out. Write them out. Because listen, there's going to be a day when you're discouraged. There's going to be a day when you're lonely, and you're going to pick up that journal, and you're going to recount and remember the goodness of God in your life. That's one of the most powerful things a journal will do. It will remind you of the goodness of God in your life. And then number two, how did God protect you and use you for others? In what ways did God use you in the life of others? What are ways that God spoke to you and he used you in the life of someone else. Write those things down because it brings value to our own life. We see that God used us, he put us in the right place at the right time. Next thing, what is God saying to you right now? Now, just in the still small voice of God, like only he can do. I know he prompts you just like he does me. Sometimes it starts with confession and repentance. And sometimes it just starts by acknowledging that he loves us. So right now, what is God saying to you? Write it down. Now, you're going to want to go back if you don't have pen and paper with you right now. And you're going to want to review this. And you're going to want to say, now, what were those things she told me to do? And get that paper and get that pen out and just sit alone. Sometimes uh, people like to go to a coffee shop and just get alone and be with God. Sometimes maybe there's a, a, a chair in your home and that's the place you love to just go and sit and be with God. But find your sacred place. Listen, listen, find your sacred place. I have a front porch and I love to sit out there in the morning with a cup of coffee and just let God talk to me. I always start by just saying, Good morning, Lord. I pray today that you give me insight, wisdom, and revelation. Every morning I start by greeting him. It's the first thing out of my mouth in the morning. I acknowledge him, I recognize him, I invite him to come in to lead me and guide me. I always say, God, put a watchman over my mouth today, Lord. Guard the door of my lips. You know, those are things I've just learned to do and they become habits in my life. I've done them so long that that's my morning routine. That's my morning habit. And I'm telling you what has changed my life. When I give recognition to Almighty God first thing in the morning, he directs my steps throughout the day. And that's a beautiful way to start. And then if you have pen and paper, begin to just write what's God saying to you. And he might prompt you with someone you need to speak to today, something you might need to do, someone you might need to call. He might just need to remind you that you're loved. He might say, there's a book in you to write. There's a song in you to sing. There's a person that needs to hear their love. There's something for you today. We need to know the value of our humanity on this earth. Do you hear me? You have to know that God has you here now for a purpose. And that's part of what journaling will do when you step into that assignment. So what is God saying to you right now? Write it down. And then the last thing I'd like you to do is I would like you to begin to leave some legacy letters. Now, whether it be to a loved one, a child, a grandchild, a friend, a parent, I don't know, but someone that you need to begin to write down a legacy letter. And there's some things that you need to say to them and what they did to you, how to you, and how they inspired you, and how they spoke into you, and how they believed in you before you believed in, the, in yourself. What is it that you need to say in your legacy letter to someone? Write your story and let them know how you have impacted and changed their life. Now, this is a, a very hands-on spiritual discipline. Okay. This is one that you have to have to activate in your own life. So this is one that you have to do something with. And with all of these spiritual disciplines, they have to start with a conviction. So let me just conclude with this today. If you don't have a personal conviction for both your self-worth, your self-esteem, your personal value, your self-discipline, you won't do anything with these. But if deep in your soul, there's something stirring you and it's brewing with a conviction then you will begin to say, God, I need to be spiritually disciplined. I need to write things down. I need to pray. I need to read the word of God. I need to sit in silence and solitude with you. When it becomes a conviction, it will then become a reality, but not until. So let me just ask you right now as we conclude today, where are you? Where are you with God? What's your story? He has not left you or forsaken you. He has walked with you every step of every day. The question is, have you recognized it? And are you ready to go deeper with him? Could spiritual journaling be a discipline in your life that opens up the door for new things for you? Well, guys, I hope this has been helpful. It's been much more coaching than I usually do, but I was so convicted under this story I shared with you at the beginning of our time together that when you're not disciplined, it weighs on you and that God wants us to walk in personal discipline, self-discipline, and spiritual discipline. And I will encourage you today to be a person of discipline. So I appreciate you guys. Hey, I'm gonna ask you right now, you might know some right now, someone who's struggling, and maybe they need to hear this message. Would you take this YouTube video and you could just right below, it says share right below. Would you share that with someone? Just email it to them. Someone that needs to hear this message today. Or if you're listening on the podcast, again, you can just click right there, share and email this or just message it to someone that needs to hear this message about discipline in their life. And we truly appreciate you guys being a part of this. I'm going to ask you guys to to subscribe. We love having you to be a part of our YouTube channel. And pass these on. Be a part of our YouTube family. Because as you know, I'm always putting up new content. And then again, go to my website, TammyHotzenPillar.com. There's so much material on there for you to research, to read my books and all kinds of free resources. So love you guys so much. Appreciate you being a part of TAM Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. I love you. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.